Hey everybody, it's been a long time. Welcome back to Conversations and Coffee. I'm your host, Brian Wells. And today we have three amazing gentlemen with me. Two technologists, one artist. They're all technologists and artists, if you ask me. We're sitting here at Togo Coffee in the Central District. And it is Conversations and Coffee, the Easter and COVID-19 six feet physical distancing series. Social distancing always happens. It's the six feet physical distancing. So you guys want to say hello? Hello. Hello. Hey. Uh, hey. Hey. How you doing? <laughs> oh, that's funny. I used to oh, God. <laughs> I am so sorry. Sorry about that. Okay, little little dog syndrome. Little Total dog. accident. Total accident. Yeah. 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 Good on you, baby. Good on you. Protecting us. You would have won. You would have won. We believe you totally that. won. You kicked that German Shepherd's ass. <laughs> That's, right. That's, right. <laughs> That's COVID nineteen, bitch. <laughs> Bring it. Bring it. So, so today's so today's uh, episode is about the uh, blessings of COVID nineteen, not about all of the uh, negative connotations about COVID nineteen. There are a lot of blessings that have come out of this. Uh, global pandemic and the epidemic, financial, social, economic, and other. Uh, of course, we've had a lot of life lost due to this virus, but we have also had more life lost to other uh, issues, cancer, diabetes, homelessness, drug addiction, uh, not to take away from COVID-19, but, uh, you know, there's a lot to all of it, and we're trying to keep ourselves just grateful and aware of the blessings from it. So I started uh, with Lecter and then we had David come in and now Brian sat down and they all shared some wonderful stories about the blessings that they've received. Lecter has more time to create and focus on his creativity. David has more time to catch up with artistic endeavors. Also Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) And Brian is learning how to uh, interview and work remotely, which is pretty awesome. Uh, so we're going to just have an open conversation and dialogue, nothing in particular, as this is always unscripted. Uh, I'm Brian. I'm also going to share in a moment here, but we're going to let my cats get into it. So let's talk. <laughs> crickets, crickets, crickets. So I'm going to share my blessing about this uh, COVID-19 now. One of the first and major blessings that I have uh, gotten out of this is the huge, huge understanding of just how important coffee shops and cafes are to communities. And I've been in the coffee business since 19... I've been in the coffee business a long time. And it wasn't until two weeks ago that I realized just how important Togo Coffee is to hundreds of people. And it's humbling it's very very humbling to know that me opening a cafe gives a lot of people a sense of community a sense of belonging and a sense of being appreciated and cared for uh and as i sat here over the past couple of hours so many people have asked oh are you going to reopen are you going to reopen yes 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 this is just a temporary thing i'm not taking away your home we are going to reopen it's going to be all right uh and, and, you know, just being able to open for five hours a day 
having a lot of Seattleites, a lot of transplant Seattleites come into the cafe because they don't have a spouse or a girlfriend or a boyfriend or whatever, and just be able to come and hang out with me for two or three minutes and unpack whatever they're feeling emotionally during this time of darkness for a lot of individuals has been super impactful. Hi guys, love you. And uh, just small things like that, you know, neighbors driving by and uh, that's, that's one blessing. The second blessing in that is my level has, of uh, stress has been just, it's gone because I don't have all of the overhead of employees that have a lot of needs that don't have anything to do with me or my business, but their stresses, unfortunately, I have to manage those outside stresses as well, because if you have employees or staff and you don't pay them $50,000 or above, their problems are your problems. So having a few weeks without that has been super, super good for me. And uh, part of that blessing is I have more time with me. So I go and I open up the Yesla Cafe and I'm there from eight until one, I leave about 2.30, I wait for the post office. And then I take a three or four hour walk and just have time to commune with me and God in the universe to talk about whatever is on my heart at that time. And then I typically find some place to sit and just Kuman Shumshigi for a moment. Just sit in one of my favorite places on 13th and Thomas. It's this really cute little patio uh, outside of this brick apartment two-door. And it's fantastic. Uh, And then I pick up and go home after about 20-30 minutes of sitting and just uh, degassing. So those are some of the blessings for me. Uh, just, Just a couple of the blessings. So Anybody else want to jump in, go for it. And we are also having a wonderful illusion, <laughs> the Immortal IPA, by the Which way. It's really good. It's I, very good. I never, I don't like IPAs. I don't like dark, dark, dark beers or, or IPAs. So this is just like, <laughs> that's really good. Yeah. I'm like, there's like a citrus. I, there is a citrus note to it. Yeah. yeah. I'm anyway. a bougie wine guy, but this is really delicious. It's like. I haven't actually just sat outside and had a beer in a long time. So, wow. you know, well, because, you know, it was winter and, right. you know, and who sits outside and has a beer in the middle of winter and now it's spring, but for the last three weeks I haven't seen any human beings. Or uh, frogs falling from yeah, the sky. Frogs, frogs, yeah, locusts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of hard to believe that we're in a pandemic. There are people still playing basketball and ultimate frisbee in the park and it's like, wait a minute. Yeah, well, they shouldn't be, but well, no, they shouldn't another, be. that's another story. Hello. Do you know if they're still open or? Yes, I do know, and no, we are currently not open. Okay, we fine. will be open soon. Okay, cool. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you walking up. Um, no, I think it's, I think, I think art. I think it, for me, like I said, like what you're saying, uh, art is creative. So, so I have a lot more time to figure out what, how do I want to be creative? What does that look like for me? Like I was talking to him earlier about figure drawing and how one of those things I've never been really good at figure drawing, but I had to, was talking to a friend of mine who basically said, no bullshit, you can't. The problem is that what you're not doing is that you're not doing it every day. Like you should be doing. Um, and it made me realize, oh, what you know, I need to focus on that. I need to focus on developing my creativity. And by the way, I call bullshit on his 
lack of figure drawing because his uh, superhero series is pretty phenomenal and pretty fantastic. But so, I don't yeah. Of it. That's my problem. Hey, yeah. <laughs> that's my problem. I don't. That's your opportunity. That's your problem. Brian, what, what else you got? You know, I, when you were talking, I was thinking about how um, one of the things that I learned from this, and you might call it blessing, is that um, how adaptable, how much I can adapt to things and all of us can adapt to things. Yeah. I mean, humans are, it's amazing how, um, and so many of the things that I get caught up in on a daily basis, I don't know if that'll happen anymore because I now hey, this can happen. Right. I, I'm fine. Right. I, I'm, I'm Yeah, that's a, that's a really beautiful way of putting it because I do believe it has changed the way everybody globally views life. And one of the, the, the most profound things that I can think about this pandemic is it has made a lot of people that I have talked with slow down and take stock of what is truly, truly important. And it's not being on that hamster wheel of life. It's okay. I didn't really need that to begin with. I didn't really need that to begin with. Why was I chasing something that was not of value to me that's not spiritually filling or uplifting? And that's that's huge. And on, and on the flip side, it's also... I don't want to miss it. Yeah, please, please, please. Uh, don't forget your bag and let me grab you a co- uh, bag of coffee. I, I would really appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> want to hang on to that? Yeah. But you we can got keep it. talking into it. Yeah. I have not been getting good beans. Lexer, do you want another beer? Um, sure, one more. Oh, nice. yeah. um, I think it's uh, one of the things that I you were talking about this uh, appreciating, reevaluating, and reappreciating what's really important to us. I think that's what I have really started doing, it, and, and I'm starting to realize. She's a killer. She's a killer. She's a killer. Hey, Nikki, what's going on? I think this is a very unusual like scenario. It's COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> she also has some, you know, some issues. You know what I mean? It's the moon. It's COVID-19. And I'm not taking, I'm not making, you know, light of this global pandemic. It's, no, it's a serious thing. It is. She's got some stress behind your stress. Yeah, I mean, we think yeah, about... You know, there is the... She picks up on... Like, yeah. Um, I'm noticing people up close. Yeah. It is a real thing. We think about mothers that give birth. If they're stressed out, the child is going to carry that trauma for a while. Just like the chicken that lays the egg. If the chicken is stressed out, that egg ultimately is going to carry that stress. <laughs> Love you, Brian. We'll see you later. Say hello to Ignacio for me. Hi.
I've been hearing stories. I haven't I haven't seen it firsthand, but I've been hearing stories about the stress of the supermarket, the stress that people are going through, just standing in line trying to find space with each other. Yeah. And when somebody doesn't respect the six foot boundary, there's real fear going on right now. Yeah, and that's very true. Yeah. I think that's that's one thing that I've noticed. I do know I was watching. Long board, sister, all right. I went to Trader Joe's the other day, and um, they, luckily, a majority of the people who I, who I went in with at the time, um, they were respecting that boundary process, but there was just a few people who you could walk, and they were, you know, less than the six foot, let's just say that, and they're, you could see the ang- the anxiety on some people's face yeah. Yeah. about how to do I really confront this person about saying, "Hey, look, please mind my six But I'm like, I think in this in that scenario, I think it's just I think people have learned how to humble themselves in a certain way to know when the argument needs to be brought up and when it doesn't. So when to say something and when not to. Um, and so I think that within that kind of perspective I've seen some of the individuals who would normally have gone off on the person mm. um, be silent yeah I've thought about that myself and, and part of what I wonder is okay okay are you going to move or should I move right. and then we get into this deer in the headlight and nobody moves because we don't know who's going to take that first step it's almost like the dance at prom like who's going to make the move I was walking my dog in West Seattle this morning pretty good long walk and we crossed the street at least a dozen times yeah just because people see each other coming they look we look at each other go i'm gonna move you know? right and so yeah. you know people are people are being very respectful right. yeah. there but it's it's fascinating moving around in the society and knowing that everybody has the same big idea in their head right everybody at the same time has one idea stay six feet away and as an african-american i no longer look at people and say fuck you don't have to move i'm not gonna rob you now it's like okay you're moving because exactly okay that's a, that's completely that's different exactly. context been, so on the other hand i've been hearing stories about black men walking into walmart with masks and being asked to leave with because when none yeah. of the white people are yeah which is just I, horrifying I, 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 oh wow I, I, heard I haven't heard the whole thing so yeah i gotta look for more but yeah wow. i think it's been spotty it's been anecdotal it's not like this white wow. thing. but you are seeing those kinds of those kinds oh of my gosh yeah i am not surprised no, i'm not surprised it's and it's probably it's, in southern states texas so alabama like, oh, southern place like federal way you mean i didn't want to go there <laughs> oh my gosh really <laughs> yeah I, I, uh, I will say... Uh, All right, Federal Way, we're coming for you. Yeah. I will say that my sister's in Texas, right? And she works in nursing home. Right. And I don't know if I had told you about this, so... Oh, you've told sister, me many things about this. So, I'll give you a little backstory. <laughs> so, my sister works in a nursing home. She's working in a nursing home. Is this COVID-related? Because this kind is the COVID, COVID series that, that we're doing today. Okay, go for it. About, well, how is it going? She was, she was telling me that they, they uh, put the nursing home on lockdown. Yes, all nursing homes are on lockdown. They, they put the nursing home on lockdown. And I'm like, what does that mean for you? She's like, do you want me to be blind? I'm like, when are you not? She's like, okay. So I don't have to worry about dealing with white, older, racist motherfuckers. <laughs> white, older, motherfucking racists who have nothing better to do than to uh, think that we're the help right. in a nursing home. Right. And I'm like, and I'm like, so, but, okay, aside from that, how is it? How is that going for you? How's she's like, I have more time. I mean, I still have to go into work, 
because um, she's one of the med techs that dispenses all the medication for the for the facility and and she's like I still have to go into work and and I still have to do do the interactions um, she's like it's gotten to be she's like my stress is there that's where the stress is the beautiful thing though is um, she has mainly decided that when it comes down to interacting with people she now has the autonomy to decide how close does she want to interact whereas for example if and this is just an example if a CNA wasn't there to um, do all the personal stuff that needed to be done with each client um, she would be the one that's interacting with that person but now because of this requirement um, she's not the only person um, and she's having to make sure that there are uh, people that understand the rules around social distancing and what it means. And so she's become really, really clear around what that means. Right. Um, I think her stress, though, is... And this is one thing. I, I do know that a lot of people's stresses have. I would say that uh, uh, as a uniform body of society around stress for a lot of people has actually gone down except somewhat in the medical field um, yeah um, the stress is there not because I think that a lot of the people in the medical profession already know that this what this virus looks like it's not so much them contracting the virus that's worrisome it's them contracting the virus and then passing it on somebody who's, who's immunocompromised which is one of the wonderful things about at least Washington State hospital workers now can go to a hospital instead of going home. Right. Yeah. Which I didn't realize until today that some hotels have opened up their doors to the homeless right. community, yeah. Yeah. which is great because they should have done that a long time ago. But altruism aside, yeah, altruism aside. It takes an emergency for people right. to act right, right? Right. Yeah. 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 I forgot yeah. about that day at Bandcamp. Yeah, it's, it's going to be fascinating to watch, you know, the... the I don't know if you've been watching the news over in the UK. The British Prime Minister went through went through it, and he has he's come out at the other end. He's been discharged, and he gave this wonderful impassioned speech about the value of the National Health Service yeah. this morning. Yeah. And you're just sitting there scratching your head because this guy this guy was the guy who wanted to track and ditch the whole thing. He's, well, he's been he's he's been a right wing shut down, killed the government, you know, conservative his whole career. And you know now that it's his life that was saved, and by people who are not British, who are immigrants. Yeah. So is he singing a different tune now? Yeah. Well, this morning yeah. he did. We we shall see what happens policy wise. You know, talk is cheap. Blessings. But you know, blessings. maybe maybe blessings. Blessings. Maybe blessings. You know. Yeah, we will definitely uh, pray for him, his family, and the UK okay, as well. Yeah, just on a human basis. Yeah. You, don't, you don't want anyone to be hurt. Yeah. Uh, right. The, the question is, will it? Will that sentiment turn into something more concrete? Will will it result in the UK becoming a fairer society? Hmm. I don't know. This is still the conservative well, party. Well, at least so. black boys don't get killed on mopeds as much these days. Yeah. I would say that um, regarding that, I it, it's yet to be seen because here's the thing. Sometimes I get the feeling that when it comes to conservatives, they're selfish on certain things. They're selfish about their health, right? Absolutely, right. and their money. Yeah, and so when it comes down to a system that they're not in favor of that provides them the best care possible, will they change their tune? 
I don't know about that. I don't know either. Until it ends up in the backyard. Until it and ends. on that note, we are going to end this episode of Conversation with Coffee. I'm your host, Brian Wells. Thank you, Togo Coffee, for uh, hosting us, for letting us sit here and take up space in your lovely front yard. And uh, we'll catch you on the flip side. And remember, physical distancing is super, super important. We always practice social distancing. Physical distancing is what we need to focus on, folks. Wash them hands. Physical distancing. Stay safe. We love you. Peace out.